Hey, everybody, welcome to episode number 159 of the Deaf Free Dad podcast. Today, I am so excited to welcome Patrice Johnson to the podcast. Now, Patrice joined Roots in January of 2022, so just about a year ago, and she has saved and paid off over $70,000 in this past year, and she is also here to celebrate an amazing milestone with us today, but today she is also going to be sharing her journey this past year what changes she's made, and how she has massively improved her financial life over this past year. Stay tuned. You're listening to the Debt-Free Dad Podcast with Brad Nelson. Brad and his co-hosts experience the anxiety of living paycheck to paycheck before learning the fundamentals of financial security. They are now on a mission to empower regular people to pay off their debt for good and enjoy happier, less stressful lives. Keep listening for inspirational interviews, tips, tricks, and practical advice to gain financial freedom. How's everyone doing today? You can find me on Facebook, TikTok, YouTube, and Instagram. Just search Brad Nelson, Defrey Dad. And as always, welcome to today's show. Remember to get all the resources, show notes, and links for today's show. You can head over to balancesense.com forward slash 159. That's B-A-L-A-N-C-E-D-C-E-N-T-S dot com forward slash 159. So as I mentioned, Patrice Johnson, amazing guest joining us today. Now, Patrice lives just south of Chicago in Evergreen Park with her dog, Toby. She is a pharmacist that works to support medication management programs in assisted living communities. And Patrice also enjoys in her free time traveling, cycling, all things roller coasters, and live music. Now, after completing her trek to get to 50 states... Patrice started listening to the Deaf Free Dad podcast in December of 2021 as a way to take on her next financial goal of improving her finances. Hey, Patrice, we are so glad that you are on the show. Welcome back. We're so glad you're here. Thank you so much for having me, Brad. It's my pleasure. Yeah, absolutely. Now, man, a year and and it's crazy to think that because it, it's gone by so fast. Mm-hmm. But a year ago you started. Now, I want you to celebrate and share like, now, I already mentioned your numbers. We kind of let the cat out of the bag already, what you've been able to do in just this past year. But maybe you can break those numbers down a little bit since you started listening to the podcast. But you also just reached an amazing milestone in December. You celebrated that right at the end. Right, it was I think it was our last live meetup of the year. Um, and uh, can you share a little bit about where you're at today? Yeah, so I am officially debt free. Yeah, that is so awesome. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I'm super excited. I, you know, since starting to listen listen to Debt Free Dad, I have paid off and saved seventy thousand one hundred and sixty three dollars. That's incredible. And so, you know, I'll admit that you know the first month of listening to Debt Free Dad helped me to pay off my car note um, and to pay, pay off a home equity line of credit. So about 8,700 of that um, was really just in the first month of listening to your podcast. So, yeah. uh, you know, the rest came once I joined Roots. I mean, it just took off from there. But $70,163 in, you know, just a, a little over a year. Yeah, that's unbelievable. So if, if I had to ask you, like, a year ago before you joined this, if you would have thought you would have made that kind of progress in a year, would you have ever believed that? 
Yes and no, to be honest. So I would say, Brad, that, you know, have I paid off debt before? Yes. Okay. Um, But one thing that is important, there are some debts that I paid off that I didn't even realize I had. For instance, I had lost track of the fact that I was still paying for three phones um, on, you know, with my phone bill each month with my cell phone bill. Right. Um, There were little things that I just didn't even realize I had debts on. And so I will tell you, did I think I would have paid off some debt? Yes. Um, but not the way I did at this time. So I would not have, uh, I would not have closed credit cards. So there are several cards that I closed. I would have never given up my American Express Platinum ever. Um, (laughs) and I think I cried a little bit when I let that go, but it just didn't make sense. Right. Um, but I also wouldn't have had, you know, three savings accounts and sinking funds and all of that. So, Yes. Do I think I would have probably saved off some save or paid off some debt? I think I would have probably thought I'd pay off maybe 40,000, 45,000. But I would have never in a million years thought I would do it and not get into more debt. Um, have far less credit cards now, um, be very clear on a budget and actually have fun making a budget. Um, And I surely, surely did not envision having sinking funds because I didn't know what that was. Yeah. So so let's talk about that because you've, you mentioned, I mean, throughout that, like, it sounds like you had a huge mindset shift this past year. Um. With debt, your mindset around debt, having credit cards, you even said, you know, you broke up with your American Express and um, I mean, so like, let's, let's talk about that. What do you, what do you think prior to all of this was, why, why was this, this kind of seesaw back and forth? Like you'd get out, but go back in, like what, what do you think the real, the real challenge was for you there? Yeah, I, I. I would keep a spreadsheet of how much I had to pay for my bills, but I never tracked what I was spending day to day on like groceries, gas, um, clothing. So, you know, I would be very clear, like I knew what my electric bill was. I knew what my mortgages were, but all that other money that you spend in the day, I did not keep track of that at all. And so it wasn't until I looked at my last credit card statements as part of following my homework assignments and really getting clear on what was I spending on all that stuff that it got clear just how much money was leaking out of my house for all these other things. Now, don't get me wrong. They were great things. I mean, some of them were, you know, necessities. I mean, gas, food. Um, But when you really got down to it, I was overspending. And so, of course, I ended up with credit card debt because I was spending more than what I was bringing in. And I wasn't, I just wasn't paying attention. Okay. So when you talk about going through those expenses and looking at your spending over this past year, like, what do you feel were some of the sacrifices that you gave up that maybe felt painful at first, but now it's like not even, you don't even miss it. Was there anything that you kind of gave up over this past year that was just like, you know, you, you felt like at first, like, Oh, it's going to be hard, but now it's like, that's eh, no big deal. I started doing this crazy thing of waiting before I made purchases. Yeah. Um, so it was nuts. Right. Um, I was pretty much impulsive in terms of if I wanted something, I bought it. And then I figured out how to pay for it later. And so, you know, I got to a point where I would really think about, do I have the cash for this? Is this really a need? Um, I would wait 24 hours if it was a major purchase. And so that was something that when you first talked about it and the whole what would Brad do, I was like, "Mm, 
yeah, I don't know about that. Um, <laughs> but, um, but I I did what you said and it that made a huge difference. I think the other thing was just writing down my expenses. I mean, every time I went to the grocery store, I would put it put it down. I would write down how much I spent on gas, which, you know, after being in the program for a year, I can't even express how much that helped me for 2023. Um, I can make a budget now that's very clear on all that other stuff. So it's not just what I spent on groceries or how much I spent on gas in a month, but it's remembering that the dog needs his shots this month. And so that's, you know, $300 to plan for in January every year. Right. Um, vehicle stickers, the license plate stickers, like all of those other things that you don't think about. I now have it very clear on, on my yearly sheet. So I know in this month or that month to plan for those things. Yeah, absolutely. And you're, and you're right. The longer you do this, uh, the better you get at, at really tracking and, 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 and really starting to learn how to plan for those upcoming expenses. And it gets easier and mm -hmm. easier. I think when it comes to budgeting, most people don't do it long enough to really kind of start to get those types of rewards when it comes to budgeting yeah. um, because we quit too much, right? And yeah. uh, it's easy to kind of give up. Uh, and, and so talk a little bit about the debt side of things. So you, I mean, you, those are some big choices, getting rid of like an American Express and, um, what, what changed over this past year? Because for a lot of people, you know, I used to be one where, you know, we get this mindset where just credit cards, debt's normal, uh, you're always going to have it. Like what, what changed for you over this past year that made you make some different decisions with some of those things? Yeah. And, uh, one of the first modules in Roots, um, there's a behavior module. And I think somewhere in that module, you talk about debt as a product. Um, and that really stuck with me and I, and it had me start to think about, um, like how much I was paying for the debt that I had. So for instance, the American Express card, I talked about this in the previous podcast, but that was a platinum American Express card that I had, but I was paying $500 a month annual fee to have this card that I had not used in three years. So right. I'm just paying $500 to have this status symbol that I don't carry around anymore. So, right. <laughs> um, so like little things like that became evident to me. Um, the other thing that I will share is that I had gotten to a point where I was ready to make the change. So before listening to the podcast, I had just done a major remodel in my house that I did not really save for Brad. Like I saved a little bit of money, um, but I really didn't properly save for that remodel. So I used, um, uh, I refinanced my mortgage, did a cash out, but then I still owed another $35,000, Okay. in addition to that, right? So, so now I've got this debt from, you know, of course the remodel costs more than I expected, but then I had they also always got, do, right? They do, right? <laughs> like it's like budget for three times of what it's going right, to say. Right, right. But then I had also gotten this letter from my mortgage company for the townhouse that I used to live in that I still rent out. And that mortgage letter said, congratulations, you only owe 11 years left on your mortgage. And that was upsetting to me because I bought that house 28 years ago. Wow. So yeah. to think that like this $80,000 mortgage, I'm still paying on 28 years later and they're telling me it's going to be 11 more years. And so when I went to look for the debt-free dad podcast, or, and I was just looking for help with like, how do you get out of debt and be sustainably sustained being out of debt? Right. 
I was really ready. And so I compare it to um, like someone who wants to get healthy, like people can tell you to get healthy, but until you're really ready, you're not going to do it. And when it came to me being ready to change my behavior, change my habits, change whatever I had to change, me being in debt from the remodel, but also seeing that I had still been paying on a house that I could have paid off a long time ago. That's what had me really like, okay, enough. Right. And when it comes to that townhouse, Brad, in that same time that I owned that townhouse, I had purchased, I think, eight vehicles. And so, you know, when you think about like if we just did an average, I probably spent quarter of a million dollars on vehicles in the same time I've owned this house. Right. But I had to get off that mortgage. And so despite my financial advisor saying, oh, your mortgage interest is cheap, you're getting rental income, who cares that you still have a mortgage? It was not okay with me. And so I really came, I really, I looked for the podcast. I looked for information. I came to DFD willing to humble myself and stop doing it Patrice's way because Patrice's way wasn't working. Um, (laughs) And so then when I heard, like after listening to DFD for a couple of weeks, I heard about Roots and I was like, well, if I can get more results, incrementally more than just listening to the DFD, then, you know, let's do it. And that's how I ended up in Roots. So I, you know, the secret to my success um, was that I did what Brad Nelson told me to do. (laughs) That's it. It can't be that easy, right? (laughs) Now I can get into the details of all the things you tell us to do, but I, I did what you told me to do, Brad. You said, look at your bank statements. I looked at my bank statements. You said, make a budget. I was like, Oh, okay. Made a budget. You know, you said, track your expenses. I tracked my expenses. Yeah. And I will, I will say that. I think I, I would, I, I am, I witnessed all of this and I would agree. I think, I think you dove in, you were ready to go and you were willing to try anything. And I think, that type of attitude, it's it's hard though, because as humans, like we we like to throw up walls right away, right? Especially if it's new, right? We're like, whoa, whoa, this is uh this is really getting me outside my comfort zone. I don't want to do that, right? Mm-hmm. And um I think I think what you are finding is the value of number one, having a coach. Uh number two is having the support and the accountability, right? To go along with that coaching. Because it's one thing to be taught how to do it, but to be put in an environment that not only just encourages you and motivates you, but it holds you accountable to what you said you were going to do. And as long as you're willing to dive in like you did, I think the sky is the limit for anybody who comes into a program that's like this, not just Roots, but any program that's built like Roots to give you that education, that support and the accountability on an ongoing basis. It makes a huge difference. And and actually you, you, uh, I was going to ask you that question because Someone like you, I mean, you listen to the Deaf Free Dad podcast, someone might say, well, shoot, I paid off, what, $8,000 on my own in the first month just listening to this podcast. I could do the rest on my own, but you chose not to do that. You chose to go deeper with it. And what did you think? Did you think spending, like, because I think you probably invested to when you joined probably $269, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. At that time, did you were you a little hesitant about spending that kind of money on this, or what were you thinking? I had... um I paid the car note off, paid off the home equity line of credit, and I closed the American Express card just before I joined Roots. And um, 
I had started listening to your podcast that had the members in the um, giving their testimonials. Yeah. And so, you know, at first I was just listening to the ones where you were just talking with, you know, um, uh, Ryan. And um, and so I kind of waited to listen to the ones that were testimonials. And so when I heard the testimonials and considering the return on investment I got on my free time, I figured what's $269 if I've already gotten this much, because from my standpoint, you had already, me listening to you had already saved me $500 in my American Express um, fee, right? Like just becoming conscious. And so I thought, what else do I not know um, that could be helping me? Um, And so one thing that's unique, too, is I didn't go to one of your workshops. I had just listened to DFD and then joined Roots. And so I listened to your workshop this last time and I was like, oh, wow, I didn't even know all that stuff was coming. I joined Roots really on the faith of I just saved a lot. I just paid off a lot just listening to this. If he's got a more formal program, why not? I have spent $269 on dumber stuff. So, <laughs> yeah, right. Truly. right. And that's always yeah. interesting because people people look at that and they say, well, that's just a that's just an expense I don't need. Well, it's not. It's an investment. You look at someone like Patrice who joined $269 she invested. Saved and paid off over $70,000 since then. I mean, that's huge. I don't, you'll never get that kind of a return on your money investing mm-hmm. in the stock market, heck, even real estate, right? I mean, it's pretty hard to get that kind of return with what you learned here. It's crazy. Yeah. So you yeah. mentioned, you mentioned you could go into some details. And I, I would like you to share just a little bit because I think, you know, people who are listening to this, they might say, well, I could never save and pay off $70,000. And you might be right. You know, everyone's situation is different. Everyone's incomes are different. Their debt levels, their their challenges are different. But however, what we have found is that the same actions produce results for everybody. Now, the numbers will be different. The results will be a little bit different, but you'll still get results. So can you mm-hmm. share, Patrice, like what you feel over this past year? Maybe were a handful of things that you felt make, made the biggest difference for you in in helping you get to where you are today. A um, couple of things. One is looking at your credit card statements, um, looking at your debit statements is where the money is going. Getting flat on that is huge. Um, creating the budget and then honoring the budget. So it's easy to create one, right? right but then right. you actually got to look at it through the month and then you want to keep logging in those expenses. Creating the budget made a difference. The other thing is um, allowing myself to have some fun. Um, so, you know, there were, there were months where I was like, okay, I'm going to stay focused and go hard and I'm not gonna, um, give myself any, you know, free money or spending play around money. And then there were months where I was like, you know what, I'm going to go on vacation and I'm going to pay cash for the vacation, but I'm going to do this or I'm going to go on this outing. And so I really, I listened to you and saying, don't be too stringent. Um, but I did follow a budget. So when I went on vacation, I budgeted for vacation. When I, um, you know, went out, I, I, I budgeted for that kind of stuff. And so, um, I would definitely say looking at the expenses and the budgeting were huge. And then the last part was the roots community. So, um, there were so many ideas that I got from them, um, like using my, um, using, um, an app to sell some of the stuff that I had that I wasn't using. So some bills got paid off just for me selling stuff. Um, 
getting ideas about, you know, buying used hardware, used computers, things like that. Um, uh, taking the time to um, try different strategies with meal planning, things like that. Those those things also save. But having the Roots community available to me was also tremendously helpful because there were so many ideas that we all bounced around each other. Yeah. Yeah. And that la- the last one, you know, having that group of like-minded people, you know, I think um, is it's very, it's very helpful. I think for so many people to realize that number one, that you're not alone um, and that so many of us have made a lot of the same common mistakes and, but it's also a way to to motivate yourself that other people are really working at this. Other people are really trying some things and, and it's great to be able to learn from other people who are in similar situations. And uh, that goes a long way. And I would love to sit here and say that it's all because of me, but it's not, you know, having this group, this large group of people come together and talk about this tough subject of money and strategies and things that have helped each, each, all of us really get to where we are. It's, it's just been so beneficial uh, to even me and to hear what other people are doing as well. It's so cool. So talking a little bit, not necessarily about the money side, like how is this over this past year and even now today? because you're officially debt-free, which is outstanding. Um, how has this benefited the rest of your life, do you feel? Like, have you felt any sense of, you know, less pressure, less weight, less anxiety, less stress? Like, well, I mean, anything that you found that, wow, I didn't realize, like, doing this would have affected these areas of my life, or I feel better in this area now. So it has cut down my stress. And and I want to acknowledge this is stress that I had never really given a name to. Um, there is a way now that situations are kind of one and done. And so what I mean by that is um, the best way I can explain it is to give you an example. I had a situation literally the day after I became debt free, literally like the next day I'm in um, our quarterly meeting with my team for work. And, and it's an all day meeting, super important meeting. And I get a call from my tenants that the furnace has broken um, and so it ended up being about a $600 charge. I have a sinking fund for issues with that townhouse. I was able to just transfer the money and pay for the service. And the difference in me doing that this year versus how it would have been before is I would have been angry. I would have been upset. I would have been stressed about the money. Yeah. And then when the credit card bill came, I would have replayed that whole stress and yeah. like, this was crap and blah, blah, you know, like there would have been all of that. Whereas it became like this three minute conversation and interaction. And then it was done. It didn't linger with me for the rest of the day. Now, fast forward, Brad, two weeks later, I had a $3,200 issue with my car that had to be fixed. When the guy comes to me and I'm in the waiting room and he tells me, that all of these things are going to cost $3,200. I looked at him. I looked at my phone. I moved (laughs) stuff around and I was like, okay. And he's like, is there anything you don't want us to do? I was like, you know what? Since I'm here, let's do it all. And I tell you what, in the past, I could have charged that $3,200, right? Right. Like I might have still said, yeah, let's go ahead and do it because I'm here and let's charge it. But then later, like all that day, I would have been like, oh my God, oh my God. And then when that bill came, I would have been stressing for how to pay it. And then that would have been the gift that kept on giving because I wouldn't have been able to pay all $3,200 at one time. I would have paying that and then being upset about it. So the best way I can describe it to people is that, 
like it's like one and done now because I have an emergency fund because I have the sinking funds. I'm not thinking about or dwelling on any big expenses because they're going to happen. The car is seven years old right. and it's paid for. Yeah. Um, so, <laughs> love it. Love you it. You know, me paying $3,200, no biggie, no problem. <laughs> yeah. And so it's just, it's easy. And then, you know, the other cool thing that I just have to admit is when you hand someone your debit card to pay a bill like that, um, the lady at the cash register at the cash register was like, do you want to put all this on this card? And I was like, yes, I do. (laughs) (laughs) It's a pretty fun feeling. It is. Yeah. Like it's, it's cool. And then it's, it's just over. And so for me, it's, it's taken something that was maybe a low level of, of stress, just kind of underneath the surface all the time. It's now just gone. Yeah. And what a what a place to be! It is uh, it's uh, unexplainable in some ways, you know. Just the yeah. pe- the peace that you have, the um, it's 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 an amazing place to be, and to to know that you get to experience that now is pretty cool. That's so awesome. Yeah. Now I admit, you know, my emergency fund is depleted now. Like, right. Right. It, yeah. It, it, yeah I'm sure it is. Yeah. Right. I, I, I <laughs> but you know, but it's a lot easier to rebuild that. Right. Um, than to have to worry about interest and these bills coming in. And so, one thing I want to make sure people get is that step that you ask us to take of building the emergency fund first. It is so incredibly important because that is what what is going to keep you out of debt. Um, If you have that emergency fund and you really want to think about what's the right amount for you, you tell us one thousand to three thousand. But each person has to figure out what that really looks like for them based on their financial situation. Um, But it's so incredibly important to build that first, because if you don't, it's very easy to end up right back in debt. And I could have ended up right back in debt um, if I hadn't had that set aside for the car. Yeah, absolutely. And it's an, it's, it's unfortunately a step that I see too many people just skip and go right to paying off debt. And uh, emergency fund is key, not only just to have that emergency fund, but just to create that habit of saving and just Mm -hmm. uh, understanding and starting to figure out that when, when you save money, it, you know, today it'll save you tomorrow. And the, the more you, do that, the better off things are going to get for you. Uh, but it's yeah. just a, it's an important key to it. So what's next for you? So you, I mean, goal before this was 50 States. You got to all that, I hope. Right. And now you're debt free. Yeah. Like what's, what's next for Patrice? What are you going to do? Yeah. So now, you know, part of what I told you was my motivation for getting, um, out of debt was, one of those letters that came from my mortgage company for the townhouse that I rent. Yeah. And so at this point I am focused on paying that mortgage off. Love it. Um, and so, you know, that's like all hands on deck for that particular uh, initiative. And um, aside from that, just keeping up um, with, you know, my next step after that would be to pay off my own mortgage. So it would put me in a great position to have both of those paid off. And um, based on, you know, how things are looking, I should be able to pay off that first mortgage on the townhouse um, this year. And then um, probably in another three years, pay off the house that I live in, which would just be life changing to not have any mortgages at all. So, so yeah, that's incredible. Yeah. Incredible. Don't owe anybody nothing. 
That would be so awesome, right? Right. right. Now, Brad, there's one thing that you didn't ask me that I want to share. And that is that it wasn't all sunshine and roses. There was, you know, there was a point where I fell off the wagon, right? Yeah. Um, Now, I still, in falling off the wagon, I still did what you told me to do, which was get back on the wagon. And so what I mean by that is toward the end, like right when I got down to about three to 4,000 left in debt, was right around my birthday. And I'm going to say it very bluntly. I kind of turned up on my birthday, right? (laughs) I I celebrated, I I celebrated a lot for a long time. (laughs) That's so, I love that. And, 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 you know, I didn't consciously say, okay, well, I'm going to just put off paying off the debt, but I did just like, I started kind of using credit cards again. And, and I started, I had booked some travel where prepayment was required. And so in my head, I was like, well, I'm going to have the money next month. So it's okay that I'm, and so I did kind of fall off a little bit. And what was, what was important, what I got from that lesson is how quickly it can get out of hand. Right. Um, Because I ended up spending about $6,000 because I wasn't paying attention. And one of the things you talk about in one of the DFD uh, podcasts is how when you're swiping, it don't feel the same as when you're pulling out cash. Right. Yep. And for sure. so, you know, I could have probably been debt free a month or two earlier had I not um, had so much fun, um, <laughs> you know, going a little overboard. Um, and, and I don't regret any of that. It's okay. Like I'm still debt free. But what it reminded me of is, just how quickly you could get um, in debt again, but how how I need to plan for this year. So right. I may turn up again this year. The difference is I'm saving more money, yeah. um, you know, so that I can have more money, you know, during that time. Um, so I didn't, it's not something that I beat myself up about. It's just something that I used as a lesson. And so I want to make sure that people know, like, it wasn't like I was a perfect student and didn't, you know, did everything right. I mean, there were some times where I, you know, blew the budget or I overspent or I did pull out a credit card when I really shouldn't have. Um, But in the end, my results still are so dramatically more than what I would have had if I wouldn't have been in the program. Yeah. Yeah, you're absolutely right. I'm glad you shared that because it is important to understand that there there is nobody that I know that's done this perfect. You know, it's even right. even me. You know, I can't tell you how many times I failed uh, along the way of getting out of debt. And and even today, you know, you're you're absolutely right. And you cried up. You you actually brought up two points. There is number one is is you are going to fail. You are going to fall off the wagon a little bit. But but number two is that um, even when you become debt free, you know, you have to follow the rules. You know, mm-hmm. just because you're debt free doesn't mean you don't have to budget anymore. It doesn't mean that, you know, this isn't going to still be work and there's going to be days that you're, you're, you, there's plenty of days, trust me, that I wake up and I don't want to do any of it. You know, I don't want to work on my budget. I don't, but yeah, but we do, you know, we continue to keep doing it day after day because that's what's, that's what's gotten us the results. Um, yeah. So it's, it's a lifetime commitment to financial health. It really is like you have to just, in the the key is just consistency. It's it's 15, 20 minutes a day. It doesn't take a tremendous amount of time. To, if you could just do 15 minutes a day of the basic things that we talk about here, it's amazing what just that little amount of time every single day, it'll keep you on track. It'll keep you out of debt. It'll keep money in your savings account. And it'll help you reach your goals. It, it doesn't have to be a tremendous amount of time or anything. Absolutely. 
The last question I have for you, Patrice, before we let you go, uh, and you've been so kind with your time and sharing this, and uh, I know it's going to be so helpful, at least as, as far as motivating other people, like, if I, I'm going to do this. I'm ready, right? And they feel like you, they're ready to go. But what would you say to someone who maybe quite isn't there yet? You know, they're on the fence. Should I do this? Maybe not necessarily even roots, but just, you know, is this worth it? Like even listening to the Deaf Dad podcast, maybe they've been listening for a while, but they haven't really quite started. What What message would you share with them? It's costing you money and peace of mind not to join. Love that. That's yeah. perfect. <laughs> yeah. It's, I mean, really, it is it's yeah. costing you money and peace of mind not to do this. The program is well thought out. Um, there, it, everything is laid out for you. It's easy to follow. Uh, it, it's, it's, if you want, if you're serious about wanting to get out of debt, it's costing you money and peace of mind to not, to not do it. Yeah, totally agree. Well, Patrice, thank you so much for joining us. I greatly appreciate your time and hanging out and sharing a little bit about your journey. And again, just a huge congratulations to you. It has been so fun and such an honor for me to be able to watch you do this this past year and to be able to celebrate every week with you. Uh, and when you celebrated this at the end of December, I was I was just so happy for you because you've worked so hard and uh, it's just been really a privilege to be able to be along for the ride. So thank you so much. Uh, you know what, Brad, it has really, it's been fun and you are an awesome coach to all of us. And I just, you know, I, I can't tell you how much I've gotten out of it. So I'm, I'm thrilled, really thrilled. Thank yeah. you. Thank you so much. Appreciate you. All right. You're welcome. Have a good one. You too. So the totally awesome debt freedom planner is helping so many people make consistent progress with their finances. Whether that be building emergency funds, paying down bills, budgeting, tracking paydays, saving up for larger purchases, goal planning, and planning for those irregular yearly expenses that always seem to catch you by surprise. Now, the Debt Freedom Planner will help you take the stress out of managing your money. And if the thought is running through your mind, hey, I just need to have a simple tool to get my finances together. This planner is perfect for you. Head over to therealdebtfreedad.com, click on the Debt Freedom Planner in the menu at the top of the page, and order your Debt Freedom Planner today. All right, all right. That's all means it's time for the celebrations of the show. And today we're kicking it off with Amanda Lepic. Amanda says, I have put $150 into my emergency fund, which is an incredible win, Amanda. Congratulations. Mary Southard, February budget is done. Cash birthday for my daughter, all planned and ready to go. And I'm holding steady. Mary, great job. Helen Harbor, I'm determined to get back on track. Helen. We're going to fall off the wagon. We just talked about that with Patrice, right? It's going to happen. Getting back on track is key. Great win, Helen. Amanda Lee paid my last payment for my haircutting shears. Such a great feeling. Yes, checking one of those debts off. Amazing job, Amanda. Great job. Uh, Jessica Kingsborough. Even though I had the expected cost of a new clothes dryer, I had my emergency fund. So much less stress this way. Jessica, I 100% agree with you. Congratulations. Fantastic win. And congratulations to all of you who are working your way out of debt and towards financial freedom. And if you're just getting started with our podcast, or maybe you've been listening for some time and you're interested in how you can get started on the road to financial freedom, go visit our website at balancedsense.com or therealdebtfreedad.com and sign up for our free Life Without Payments workshop 
where I'm gonna personally show you how the first steps that have helped tens of thousands of people just like you and I kick financial stress and worry for good. Thanks for listening to the Debt-Free Dad Podcast. Connect with us on Facebook, TikTok, YouTube, and Instagram at Brad Nelson Debt-Free Dad. If you found value in today's episode, please leave a rating and review. We so appreciate it. For resources, show notes, and links mentioned in today's show, visit balancedsense.com. That's balancedsense, C-E-N-T-S, dot com. Catch you next week.